0: This is the Brighter Web Podcast. Insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. I'm your host, Robert, and this is my co host, Mickey. Hey, good to be here, Robert. Looking forward to digging into this one. I'm excited to talk about one of my favorite social media channels. We haven't talked about social media much on the podcast to this point, but we're gonna, you know, save the the best for first, right? <laughs> there you go. With LinkedIn, not what you were expecting us to say. Yeah,
1: probably not. It's it's not I guess it is one of the more popular ones, but in terms of sheer numbers it's it's down the list a good bit from TikToks and Facebook and some of those.
0: I think if you think of social media, you're going to list a lot of those that you just said first. Right. Facebook being probably number one and maybe Twitter afterwards. LinkedIn is probably in the top 10, but we're starting with it especially because I think it's certainly most helpful for businesses.
1: Yep. So So let's start there then. So why should companies, especially like B2B companies, use LinkedIn?
0: Well, obviously it's a lot more niche, uh, especially compared to Facebook, which is just wants to be everything for everybody. LinkedIn is for professionals. It is Mm -hmm. a professional networking site. It's a great way to find people to do business with, a great way to find a job or to find a good employee for your company. And it's a good way to learn a lot of really helpful industry information. I think one of the reasons why I like it so much is because it's not as in-your-face with ads. Facebook and Twitter and most of the other ones out there the vast majority of their revenue is coming from advertising like they want to build a platform that drives ad revenue and LinkedIn is a little bit different. They have a different revenue model that doesn't completely rely on ads. The I, I guess I will dig in that a little bit more. The, the other ways they make <laughs> yeah. ads is they have premium accounts where you can do a lot more searching, a lot more things like that. And so you can pay a monthly fee to get that. So they they earn money from some of those users. You can also pay to list a job, which is a very helpful thing. And it's something people are actually searching for. So it's it's almost like if you put an advertisement out there on Facebook and people flock to it, well... That's what it is for LinkedIn and job postings. Like people are actively looking for jobs. And so it's it's a good way for uh, businesses to engage, but it's also a good way for LinkedIn to actually make money.
1: Yep, for sure. And one of my favorite pieces of it too is it's, it's free from politically charged nonsense, I think is the way you had said it before. And I love that. I've actually seen a few times recently where someone will post something nonsense like that on LinkedIn. And people will just jump on them right away that this is not the place for that. Whereas on Facebook, people will jump on it maybe to argue and share their links and whatever. And that's what it is. But on LinkedIn, people will jump in and say, no, no, not here. Like, please don't do that here. And generally people don't. It's, it's, great for that i yeah.
0: feel absolutely the same way i honestly at this point avoid going onto facebook and even instagram and some of that like twitter to some degree mm-hmm. because you're right like it's just a, it's a lot of heated debates it's a lot of uncomfortable conversations and it doesn't have to be but th- it's unavoidable on a lot of those platforms and linkedin thankfully i think because it's a niche thing can avoid that and you're right like anytime it does crop up because it's it's going to every once in a while but people will defend it and say no 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 this is not what this is for. We're here to spread positivity. We're here to celebrate one another and learn from one another and f- network with one another and not debate abortion rights and gun rights and all those kind of other things that just have such so clouded so many of the other social media platforms.
1: Yeah, and I'm curious how LinkedIn pulled that off too because it's not really a rule that you can't talk about gun rights or whatever, but it's just people accepted that that's not what we're here for, which I think probably is more effective than trying to govern it. Correct, so, yeah. yeah,
0: it's a, a self monitoring community. All right, so that
1: all sounds great. Certainly agree with everything you said there. So how can a business leader start using LinkedIn?
0: Well, begin from the very beginning by claiming your business's company page. Sometimes LinkedIn will automatically generate some of those things. Sometimes a former employee has created that page or or sometimes you're starting from scratch and you're you know actually creating that uh, page with all your company information. But that's a, a first place to actually start growing visibility for your business. Um, actually connect it with all the personal profiles that your employees have um, on LinkedIn because depending on your industry and your size and all that stuff, it, I, odds are that at least a few of your employees are active on LinkedIn or at least have profiles on there, which is a good thing. And you can very easily connect your your company profile with their personal one if they say, hey, I work here at this company and this is my job title. So just even just growing there, building a solid foundation for your network is a really important place to begin. Um, then also using it to, to recruit new talent. If you have job openings and all those kind of things, posting job listings, because those, that is by far the content that performs the best on LinkedIn anytime you're posting about, hey, we're hiring for this position. <laughs> right. People, even in you know this economy where there is low unemployment, people are still actively looking for jobs. And especially if you've got a good reputable business who presents itself well on LinkedIn, People are gonna to wanna to look for the, the jobs that you are offering, the opportunities that you're sharing with people. So those are the first few steps to really establishing a good LinkedIn presence.
1: Gotcha. Those are those are great places to start. So as someone starts digging in further though, what are some best practices that you keep in mind specifically for LinkedIn?
0: So maintaining that company page, it's one thing to set it up and, and get it going, but making sure that the branding is consistent, that you've got a good professional you know, profile photo and a good banner image, all those things. Engaging with the employees that have connected their personal profile asking them to, you know, network with people on there, connect with people as you have new customers or potential clients or those kind of things, engaging with them that way, actually posting regularly on LinkedIn. Your company may actively post on Facebook or on Twitter. And so LinkedIn, you'll have to gauge whether or not LinkedIn is the right place for you to actively post content. But especially in cases for B2B companies, I think it is probably the first one you want to start with because it's a, a professionally foot forward platform. So just using compelling posts, including videos or, or infographics or longer posts that are blog-like in nature are some of the things that perform really well on LinkedIn. Understanding who your audience is, looking at the people who are following your page, um, especially because... On on Facebook and Twitter and those other platforms that are more personally focused, you're going to see things like their gender and maybe their household income and maybe their age, things like that. LinkedIn is more focused on understanding people's job experience, what industry they're in, what job title they're in, their seniority. So you're going to get a lot different audience data when it comes to slicing your audience up on LinkedIn. Engaging with other people, maybe even following your competitors, companies that you want to be like, like you can, you can follow company pages on LinkedIn. So do that both as a, a person, as an individual, but also as a company, like watch what other companies are doing on LinkedIn and, and follow, learn from that type of stuff, see what's working for them and, and how you can take advantage of those kind of things. As you grow, as you get people, that, you know, connecting with people, engage with the content that they post comment on when you see another local business has hired a, a new employee, comment on it and and say something nice and encouraging. As you connect with potential clients, maybe like or share some of the things that, that they're posting. Uh, it's just like any other social network in that regard and that you actually want to be active and engaged with the community beyond what you're posting. You want to you know engage with the things that other people are posting.
1: Well said. I think the other thing I'd add too is Remembering that you know even b to bi almost I've said it before that b2 b doesn't even really exist because it's still human to human at the end of the day and LinkedIn is the same way where you're talking to other people on there and I'm seeing more and more tools coming along to help automate your connections and send automated requests and stuff and I encourage you not to do that to be to be Robert and go meet Susan and just talk to human to human versus just blasting out messages and goes back to your previous comment too about commenting on other people's posts and again engaging and interacting with people as people and that's a fantastic way to do it, and LinkedIn, generally speaking, supports that very, very well.
0: And I've seen that both in managing both profiles and company pages. You want to post on behalf of your company and comment on behalf of your company just to, to put your brand out there and to build sure. awareness, but always I see that the more engaging type of posts are coming from individuals. And so that's one of the thing, reasons we've mentioned so many times, engage your employees, because people are gonna so much more wanna connect with and have a conversation with an individual versus a company. And so that's a trickier thing to do. It's trickier to manage all your employees and ask them to post this often. And, and there are different ways that you can do that, ways that you can engage your whole team, but that's one of the biggest hinges on, of success of versus managing just one company page or encouraging all 15 or 20 or 50 of your employees to actively post and engage and talk about your industry and talk about your business. That's going to be a much more direct route to success.
1: Yeah. And this may just be anecdotal, but it seems to me that LinkedIn really favors individuals' posts over company posts. Company posts just don't show up in the feed as much as individuals' posts do, which is why in our case, we'll post on the company page, but then individually we'll go share that post personally so that way the personal sharing will hopefully pop up for more folks and promote the company but also hopefully incite some interaction and get the best of everything in one shot.
0: Yeah, and I mean that's pretty much holds true for most social media platforms. True. Yes. Um, I think they're they're all based on these algorithms that are seeing what's engaging what's not engaging and so I think it's maybe a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy that they see that personal and individual profiles are more engaging so they boost them a little bit more and so they become more engaged like it's again a self-fulfilling cycle that that goes through but I think it's starting just because that's what people naturally tend to engage with. Yep. So
1: most everything we said about LinkedIn is very positive, and I think, frankly, it is very positive. We encourage you all to spend more time on there probably than you have so far. We've talked about a few little downsides, some of the automation that gets in there,
0: and profiles doing a little bit better than business pages. Any other downsides that people should be aware of? There there are some definitely trade-offs. Facebook has built itself to be a, a big marketing platform, and, and LinkedIn isn't that way, in a mm-hmm. good way, but there are some negative sides of that. Groups are not as engaging. Based, that's more based on my anecdotal evidence. I've tried to... I've managed Facebook groups and I've managed LinkedIn groups and Facebook groups again, because Facebook has put so much algorithm juice behind it. They are really pumping. They the really content are. Groups. Yes. So that's Facebook groups are really, really effective and really good for building community. Unfortunately, I have not seen the same thing with LinkedIn groups. I've tried to get those off the ground. I've tried to get those started. Some of them do well, but it's a lot harder for, to get them to kind of catch fire. And
1: I think that maybe algorithm changes cause it feels to me like sure. eight or 10 years ago, LinkedIn groups were really pretty powerful. And I think, just over time, they've drifted and they focus more on the individual. Whereas, to your point, Facebook, a Facebook group is as powerful in the algorithm as anything they really push them so it's more more of what they want and LinkedIn's just looking for the personal connection versus the groups which is unfortunate I think there's value in those groups but they just don't seem to reach
0: right it, it is a shame because obviously it's a professional a professional platform and it should make sense to have professional groups on there which again there are there are engaging groups but people just don't seem to tend to gravitate towards them as much and there there are a lot of professional groups and industry groups on Facebook that do well so I would say leave Instagram more for the the business individual connections. And if you want to grow a community, Facebook groups are the better route to do that. Gotcha. There you go. One of the other downsides that I've seen, again, we say that, hey, profiles are the things that really get engagement a lot better but the analytics are a lot less. Again, that's I think intentional ah, because gotcha. it's less of a marketing platform, but it's, it's harder to see, well, how many people saw this and who saw this post that I did individually and all that kind of stuff. So from a, again, from an anecdotal standpoint, from an, an evidence-based standpoint, it's, it's really good because you can see that people are engaging, but it's a lot harder to dig into the hard data and, and view that stuff compared to, there are a little bit better analytics when it comes to a, a company page on LinkedIn. Yep,
1: well said, I like that.
0: Awesome. So thanks so much for listening uh, to this episode of the Brighter Web podcast brought to you by Green Melon, a digital marketing agency. To help your business keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, check us out at greenmelon.com. You can also find show notes and more episodes at abrighterweb.com.